This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. Because we are officially rolling. We are officially recording. We are rolling, good sir. Yes, that is the, the way I should have said it. I should have left it at rolling. Because <laughs> then it sounds like I know industry speak. Automatically, I'm singing Limp Biscuit in my head. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Seminal classic. Yeah, uh, that, that one two punch, those two albums, though, the one that put them on the map, uh, Five Dollar Bills, y'all. Yeah, yeah. That one, and then their follow up with. Uh, yeah. Chocolate starfish. Yeah, that's hot right. dog flavored water. The, the, the worst innuendo laden name ever. <laughs> uh, but those two albums were actually really no denying really good that albums. A, a giant amount of hits came from that album. Yeah, and oh, but it's not even like there's no denying. Like I'm saying that I actually liked those two. I I feel they're good. Albums. I, I enjoyed. It's the not hell like of, uh, uh, like Nickelback where I go. I understand people like them. Mm-hmm. I understand that's why they've made yeah. millions of dollars and they've had countless hits. I understand that, but I think they're fucking terrible. <laughs> you know, like musically, because like musically like... they're talented. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, I don't like what they're doing with their talent, but yeah. they have talent, and people like them. Whereas now I'm actually saying, no, no, this, I, <laughs> I'm with you. Those yeah. two albums from Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Those are great albums. They were good. I mean, I remember going on the school bus like every day just listening to that Chocolate Starfish album. Boiler? Boiler was such a great song. Not too fam- I'm only it familiar with the radio hits, actually, to be honest. Okay, yeah. Uh, and also, because, like, what was it? American Badass? Yeah. Undertaker? Yeah. Delta Rolling? Yeah. <laughs> that part, actually, I was. I still hate that part. Although American Badass Undertaker was shit. Mm, it was yes. absolute yes, shit. Because then he went Kid Rock, right? For uh, when he was the Big Evil? Big Evil, right? He did. Uh, no, that's not, what, no, American no, Badass was Kid Rock. That's right, what, right. That's right. So Big Evil was Roland? Was it? See, now maybe. I'm thinking he did both songs with American Badass. I'm going to have to re- re- check myself. <sighs> check myself. Well, he because himself. Yeah, because, oh man, I see Kid Rock. Kid Rock was the one that I was like, I didn't like Kid Rock. We should do a musical episode. We Not could. that we talk musicals, but we sing the whole episode. <laughs> yeah. That'd be like that episode. <laughs> Everything we're talking about is in music. That'd be like episode of Buffy. Yeah. That was a great yeah. episode, actually. That was a great episode. Yeah. So good. Hilarious episode, too, because it made sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's one of the top five best episodes. Speaking of uh, uh, teenage dramas, do you like how I'm uh, Tom Wellington? I do. I like or Tom it a lot. Welling, sorry. Welling and Smallman. Welling. Yeah. Like, I mean, sure, I got the actual crest shirt, but the red and blue. Yeah. No, you're nailing it. And it's like a cape, too. That's another thing I was like, <laughs> oh, man. I like to do this from time to time and make people think. Is he doing this on purpose? The answer is yes. But <laughs> I always, like, the episodes that I would watch, I'd be like, okay, so he's got a red sweater, mm-hmm. blue undershirt, Superman colors. Yep. Next scene, a plaid shirt with the colors... Red and blue. Oh, yeah. big surprise here. But then when he actually reveals the Superman logo, he's All in black. In a fucking trench coat. He's in black with a trench coat. I, like, the <laughs> second I saw that, first of all, I I, uh, <laughs> I felt like that was a cheat, too, because they're like, like you're never going to see him in, 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 the, in a costume. You're, yeah. Once the costume is there, it's done. 
And I was like, well, that's a cheat, because that's a costume. Mm-hmm. That's a costume, and I think he was calling himself the Blur. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Or he wasn't necessarily calling himself that, but others, like Lois Lane, was calling him the Blur. Apparently he was a fan of the Matrix. Yeah, but... But that's just... It's, but again, it's it's uh, it's one of those where I'm like, yeah, but for a guy that's consistently wearing, like, bright, generally friendly colors, like, blue is a very, like, friendly color. Yeah. You know, red is a little bit more of an aggressive color, but, you know, if you're predominantly wearing blue, mm-hmm. most people, it kind of evens out. So then he immediately goes to black. But no face mask. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah, strange. Strange, good old Tom Welling. Yeah, yeah Tom Welling. Tom. <laughs> it's not his name, it's Tom yeah. Welling. <laughs> and the worst part is, is, as I was like thinking about this, in my head I said Tom Wellington. And then I went, no, no, no it's Tom Welling. But then you said it anyway? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like I had almost pre-rehearsed what I was going to say, and I still fucked it up. Why? Because I'm human. Well, and that's Wellington. what makes Geek Pants so amazing. Mm. Yeah, it always seems like I'm just rambling, but really, it's all part of the plan. Hello, Geek Nation. <laughs> oh, robotic. It's, I'm never saying that again. I'm never Hello, saying Geek Nation. I, 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 I write it in Nation. my I, I write it in my social media post, but I never really say it. Aloud. I'm never saying it again. If I say it again, it's literally going to be me being like Geek Nation. <laughs> I'm not ever going to be saying okay, it. Okay, but we got to come up with a name for the viewers. How Geek about, squad? how about, no. no, we can't do that. No, we That's can't. Actually That's actually copyright taken. infringement. That's taken. Uh, <laughs> what we could say is they are the fans of Geek Pants. Uh, could. Or, we can come up with something better. Okay, yeah. all right. All right, you little geekomaniacs, is that better? Geeksters. Geeksters, little geeksters, yeah. <laughs> little that's geeksters. another one. No, that's just weird now. Because we just like both ripped off Hulk Hogan. This is straight up. Back to back. You take your vitamins now. So, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us to what I'd like to call A Tale of Two Marvels. A Tale of Two Marvels. I know you're thinking to yourself, if you're talking about Shazam and you're talking about Captain Marvel, how is that a tale of two marvels? Well, here's a bit of history. Way, way back in the day, around 1938, a character was created. This character was called Superman. Superman was, and is still, a global phenomenon, but absolutely huge. Superman makes it huge, and everybody now says, we gotta have superheroes. We absolutely have to have superheroes. Mm-hmm. Because of Superman, we got Batman. We got Captain America. We got, uh, later on, like decades later, <laughs> Spider-Man yep. and Thor and everything that we talk about on this show, pretty much, we got because of Superman. What we also got was a character by the name of Captain Marvel, who says the word not Shazam. Not Danvers. That's right. Or, not Marvel. Mm, no. The original Kree Captain Marvel. Marvel, which my dad was a fan of. I have Captain I can Marvel. see that. I have Captain Marvel number one. I can actually see him being a fan of that, because, yeah. of course... Uh, what with Thor, Silver Surfer. Yeah, he liked that cosmic side of things. Yeah, he hated Fantastic Four, and that's really Surfer came from. Yeah, but it, because Surfer uh, is cosmic, so part of that thing. So he probably was 
he probably would have been a huge fan of like Jim Starlin's seventies stuff. Oh yeah, he would have kept reading. Yeah, 100%. probably would have been a huge fan. 100%. But he also probably would have uh, had to have done uh, acid or mushrooms too. Because a lot of those writers, like yep. Jim Starlin, has said, like, yeah, like, uh, I dabbled. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so, uh, so Shazam, or Captain Marvel, he was called Captain Marvel literally up until the new 52, when they rebirth, or when that revamped the whole line, and they said, you're going to be called Shazam from now on. Yeah. Because um, he was already saying Shazam all the time. Well, he, because that's how he got his powers. So he said Shazam. If, and because of a legal agreement, he could still be called Captain Marvel in the books, but because uh, uh, Marvel was smart and they they bought the rights for Captain Marvel. Yeah, even though Captain Marvel, their Captain Marvel, came out thirty years later. Yeah, exactly. But they yeah. purchased the rights for Captain Marvel <laughs> and have never let it up. They've never let them loose. So the the part of it was that he could still be called Captain Marvel in the books. But on the covers, it could not say Captain Marvel. It had to say Shazam or anything other than Captain Marvel. Um, which, if you're not a comic book fan, that could be confusing. Yeah. Like, I think about horribly it. Horribly confusing. Like, I think about it and I go, yeah, no, it makes sense. So, like, when they decided they were just going to call him Shazam moving forward, I was like, that actually makes a lot of sense. Because most people that don't read comic books, even people that do read comic books, actually thought that that was his name anyway. Yeah. You know? So... I know, grow, growing up, I was very confused about him. I just assumed he was a Marvel character. Because and I was, then going, why is he with Superman and Batman? And I, because I was the reverse, and I was more of a DC kid. You were the DC kid. I knew him as Captain Marvel, so then when I heard of another Captain Marvel running around, and also a, a Captain Marvel whose costume isn't as cool as Shazam. I'm going to refer to him as Shazam from here on out. Uh, who's not as cool as Shazam. Because Shaz- Shazam's costume is awesome. Like, it's almost largely unchanged, too. Like, really, from what it is. Still has a little white cape. Still has a little white cape. Um, it's still a little bit off-center as yeah. well, which I like. Mm-hmm. They've added what looks to be, like, a hood to it, which I yes. think... No, they they have added a hood. That I, I, cause they I, did I add the hood, movie, yeah. Which I think... Like, I'm not... This, I don't like the hood idea. Um, especially because, like, when I look back at previous... Like, even the oldest drawings of him... It always kind of just looks like it's a collar mm-hmm. type of thing, uh, and it gives it more of a, a military look because his suit has a bit of a military look for the most part yep. up until they make it more look like a costume. But even like Alex Ross in Kingdom Come, it's almost like a military type style suit, right? So, but either way, I love it. Mm-hmm. I've always loved the look, um, and I wish I was. I wish he was more prevalent as a kid because growing up. Yeah, you know cool it would be to read about Billy Batson, who's a kid just like us, yeah. who says Shazam, and mm-hmm. suddenly he's like got the powers of Superman. Yeah, really. I mean, he was the only kid that wasn't a sidekick. Exactly. Yeah, he wasn't really popular, and you never really heard about him. Exactly. Well, part of it, a big part of that is because of DC. Yeah. Because DC, in fact, the reason why Because DC he was so played, much like Superman, right? So they're like... At one point he was out selling Superman. We're going to push Superman. I guess we might as well just go with Captain Marvel first. Shazam, sure. Shazam, Shazam, Shazam. Fuck it, we'll do Captain Marvel first. We'll do this, and then we'll get to Captain. Yeah, what'd you say last episode? We have no structure. Yeah, what structure? Who needs no structure? You don't watch this for structure. But before we go further, I just got to give a shout out to our seventieth follower. All right, a seventieth follower, Jared Sh- Sh- Shaff, 
Shaft. I'm gonna go Scaft. with Shaft. Shaft. Ooh, Shaft. There's no T, but it's a badass motherfucker. That's right. It's All also right. implied. It's right. implied. Right. Um, I think the H is probably silent. It's probably Scaft. You know what? When I work with him next, I'll ask him. <laughs> oh, is this another coworker? It is another coworker. Oh, well, hello, Jerry. I am starting to rack it's, him up. And it's even worse that you don't know how to say his name. How many of the guys you work with do you know their last names? Pretty much everyone, because I have to. Okay, that's different because you part have of my to. job. It's part of my job. Yeah. You, I mean, you just gotta call him Shaft for now. Huh? I'm gonna call him Shaft all Shaft. the time. Shaft. Shaft all the uh, time. But so yeah. that means only thirty more subscribers to get to our giveaways, mm -hmm. which we teased like two years ago. And every once in a while, we remember that we have giveaways to give away. Yeah. And we mention it, much like the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. We have the Infinity Gauntlet, and we have one more item. That I don't remember anymore. I have to go watch your old videos again. Oh, yeah, that's right. I what is the second I item? I, I remember there being another item. There is, there's two items. The gauntlet is one of them. I, yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyway. Anyway, getting back to that. So, because uh, at one point, Captain Marvel was out selling Superman, mm -hmm. TC entered into a legal battle. And they were doing this with, like, every other character that kind of, sort of, in some way, shape, resembled Superman. Because there was a lot of knockoffs. There was. A lot of them. In Marvel, in DC, and, and friggin' Ultra Comics, Prime. Remember Prime? Uh, yeah, okay, but I'm talking about, like, right around the 1940s era. Oh, back this then. Is, this is when they went hard after them. Oh, I believe it. So then, because uh, Fawcett Comics were the guys that were uh, publishing Captain Marvel. Okay, um, it's actually kind of funny because so uh, I think his name's Mike Angelo. Might be Mark Angelo. Uh, he's the creator of of Captain Marvel or, yeah, or I, of Shazam. I think it is Mike. I want to say Mike, but it might be Mark Angelo. Anyway, so Mister uh, Angelo. Yeah. So then he uh, they lose this battle. The courts actually sit there and say. Uh, I think the the defense for Superman was that uh, Captain Marvel had a cape. Captain Marvel could fly. Mm -hmm. He had super speed, and I believe I think I want to say bulletproof. It's been a while since I looked at this, but I, I it was just one of those like, yeah, okay, but if you oh, and I think it had something to do with him being in uh, the radio as well. Because Billy Batson was an on-air radio personality. Okay. I felt that that was so too similar. Forget the fact that he's a kid. Yeah. Forget the fact that it's all magic-based. Mm -hmm. Forget the fact that this isn't an alien from another planet. This is a kid, an orphan kid, who says Shazam, becomes Captain Marvel, saves lives, and ends up having his own extended family. Uh, forget all that. It's too much like Superman, so. So they bought out the rights, and then uh, Mr. Angelo... Mr. Angelo, Mr. Yes. Angelo uh, tweaked the character... And it went like full military regalia type of thing, like naval regalia. And I believe, if I remember correctly, he called him Marvel Man, but then still published his uh, things until that the boom died out or whatever. Okay. And then later, uh, cantankerous old uh, Adam Moore. No. Adam Moore? Adam Moore. The Watchman dude. Oh, Alan Moore. Alan Moore. Oh, yeah. So close. Yeah, so you said cranky, and then you said Adam Moore. I was like, is there another Moore that's cranky? It's his brother. <laughs> it's his brother, yes. Yeah. It's the one that when he owes you money, and you call the house, he's like, <laughs> Alan Moore here. Yes. And he's like, I'm looking for Adam. 
He's no longer with us in this household. It's just me, Alan Moore, not Adam. <laughs> Click. Oh, Alan Moore. That's actually a Paul Heyman thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't remember what his brother's, his fake twin brother's name was, but it was one of those, like, he's like, he owed a bunch of wrestlers money all the time. So yeah. they're like, hey, Paul, uh, you owe me money. Hey, it's uh, Saul. <laughs> I don't know where Paul is. I, it's weird that I kind of sound like him, but I guess it's because we're brothers. I will let him know to call you, Rob Van Dam, just in case people are wondering. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, yeah, correct, I could be wrong, I, but I feel like, I know that, like, uh, Alan Moore, <laughs> Alan Moore, his, his Marvel Man, or sorry, Miracle Man, because again, fucking legal rights. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. But ultimately, yeah, in UK it was Marvel Man. Yeah. The second that they were reprinted in the States, they had to be called Miracle Man. Miracle Man. Because Mar- I don't even think Marvel Man was taken, but Marvel was like, no. Yeah. Can't call him Marvel Man. Alright, fine. Miracle Man. Yeah. Miracle Man does they sound had cooler. The co- they had the copyright on Marvel. I gotta say, Miracle Man does sound cooler. Yeah, it right? does. And that led to, like, horror, horrifyingly dark take. Like, like if you didn't know what Alan Moore would later do with comic books, and I'm referencing specifically, like, The Watchmen and then his later stuff, uh, read that and you would kind of get a feel for it. Because, yeah. yeah. Oh, have you ever read it? No. Um, Pretty much just because I don't read more. I read Watchmen. That was way overrated. Did nothing for me. Plus, his personality, like, reading Wizard and reading his interviews all the time. He's like, insane. This guy is a friggin' douchebag. He's a prick. Yeah. Like, so. like, I mean, I get it to some degree. Like, I understand, like, him being mad that League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, uh, the movie that was made, was yeah really nothing. But, I mean, guys don't just go make a movie without your permission. You have to sign off on it first and get a paycheck. Yeah, but Which I mean, but that's did. what made him so sour that he didn't want to do anything else. Yeah. Although, uh, apparently Dave Gibbons gave the okay to do the Watchmen movie, which I think is interesting. What about the Watchmen show coming out? I wonder if And I was just thinking about that, that, and I was just like, again? I think maybe at this point now, it's just kind of like, fuck it. He doesn't care. Well, I mean, it's probably DC's call now. He probably doesn't It has move. to be, because he they did that whole before the Watchmen. Yeah, and they're doing that, what, what's Doomsday Clock. Using all the characters in that. Yeah, so the, it's they own them now. So they own it them. doesn't really matter if they yeah. do whatever they want. Um, Doomsday Clock. Oh yeah, that's right. Pushbacks. Remind me of a pushbacks. Oh yeah. Remind yeah. me. Was it a ten no, issue? No, a nope. ten issue series? Don't even. Don't even. Ten years. Okay. <laughs> all right. I so, was out of pen, so I could write that. So notes. basically, right. basically, long story, long story long. Uh, yeah, so it led into Miracle Man, and Miracle Man is a really, really dark and graphic, uh, rape-inspired take on, uh, mm. on superheroes, like a... Well, that's a great selling pitch. Alan Moore. Yeah, okay. Hey, you know what we need to do? We need to have something bad happen to our heroes. Okay, alright. But it's gotta be bad. Okay, alright, so like, a loved one gets killed, and it's because of our heroes in action... And that's the impetus as to why he's got to get raped. Uh, so is he a bad guy now? Yeah. Mm. Wouldn't you be a bad guy if you got raped? Yeah, I probably would. 
Four is the guy that raped me anyway. Yeah. Why do we have to even have this in comic books? Yeah. But anyway. Anyway. So yeah. So it led to Miracle Man and slash Marvel Man. Marvel now owns the rights. Uh, so they have a Superman level character that they're doing. Fuck all with. Yeah. Just letting it rot away. Plus, like, without getting too much on a tangent, tangent but that costume that he has, the blue. Yeah. With the like short yellow gloves, yellow and red gloves, and red and yellow boots, it actually looks pretty sweet. Like for a costume that was created like in the eighties, it still kind of holds up. Like it's one of those where you wouldn't really have to. I wouldn't even change it. Well, they did some reprints, and Casada yeah. did the covers. Yeah, his covers were amazing. Well, it's it's Casada though. Casada's covers typically look amazing. Yeah. His interior art, if he's got, like... He's got time. Yeah, I was going to say a hell of a long lead if time. He, if he's writing and drawing, you're... Oh, man, you're waiting forever. Oh, God, yeah. Was that... Fuck, what was his first creator-owned book? Ash. Ash? Yeah, I was thinking Ash. Ash and did Pain, Painkiller Jane, too. But... Yeah, but Ash, he was writing Ash and Ash was drawing. 100% his, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Painkiller Jane was him and uh, Jimmy uh, Almiotti. Almiotti, yeah, his Almiotti. normal running buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so basically, that is why he's called Shazam. <laughs> now rewind this episode. Listen to that again. Yeah, because you probably forgot where it was going. No, the the story was yeah. that where uh, why it's a tale of two marvels, and that's. That was the point. That's the point. So, so technically, besides, we are talking about two different named characters. Yeah. But they're at one point, they were both called Captain Marvel. Here's okay? the funniest thing. They both came out in the same month of the theater. Yep. Both Captain Marvels. Yep. And they both star Dijon Hansu. Yeah, I know. I was like, what is happening? See, he's like... He's <laughs> How quietly is it that he becoming... stars in both? <laughs> but like now... He's been... I think he might be the guy that's been in the most superhero movies. Because it's Guardians. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Shazam. Yeah. There's something else he was in. He's done a lot. Yeah. He was Nothing in, like... I mean, I don't know. Would you count Tomb Raider as a comic movie? No. It's a no, game I mean, movie, right? Yeah. Even though they have a long-running comic book. Yeah, but I f- that's after the fact. Because he was also in that. Oh, what else has he been in? I still think Chris Evans has the most. Chris Evans actually might be the most. He's got... Well, he's got he's Losers. Got losers. He's got Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah. He's got uh, Fantastic Four 1 two. and 2. He's yeah. got Captain... Well, he's got like... Uh, Captain America and the Avengers. Yeah. yeah. But even just the, the roles. You know what I mean? Like that's mm. that's quite a bit. He's got Snowpiercer. Two, three, That's a comic. four, five different superhero roles. I swear there's one more in there, too. Well, because it's Cap, it's Johnny Storm, mm-hmm. uh, it's one of the ex-boyfriends, it's yeah. one of the losers, because I can't remember their names, Yeah. it's the main guy from Snowpiercer. That might be it. I, might, I think You know what? Losers really needed a sequel. I love that movie. Losers was really good. That was good. so good. That was really good. That was such but a good movie. Part of the problem was that it came out in and around the A-Team. Yeah. And A-Team was the big, exactly. huge, like, blockbuster one. That was the problem. And I've watched both of them. 
plots are pretty similar too. <laughs> but I, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed Losers a lot more. And that would make. And even I wanted more, to like eighteen. That would make even more money now. I wanted to like eighteen a lot, but Losers. Eighteen was fun, but it was incredibly forgettable. Or forgettable. I can't tell you what it was about right now. No, but I can tell you that Liam Neeson was in it. Yeah. Rampage Jackson was in it. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, I was just about to say, and uh, what's his oh, face? Uh, Charlotte Copley. Yes. Yes. Copley. Yeah. I'm just I'm the name butcherer. That's gonna be my first shirt that he yep. has. Name yep. butcherer. Especially because the name butcherer sounds fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll even spell butcherer wrong. All right. So anyway. Okay. Yeah. All right. Somewhere. Here it, is. Here it is. And the reason why we're doing this. So I got on a tangent, but we're doing Captain Marvel first because of the release release schedule. Yeah, we're going to release schedule. I mean, though, it really doesn't matter which one we do first, but you want to do Captain Marvel? Okay, let's do Captain Marvel. You're all in it. You're you're in it. I, I'm right like, now. I'm in it. I'm in it for Captain Marvel, yeah. and then later I'll be in it for Shazam. Yeah. Shazam. Yeah. Okay, Captain Marvel, where do you want to start? You start her off. All, you know what? I didn't even make notes. All I did was simply write down the cast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Just All so right. I got someone to go off of. First, directed by Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, which was a really weird choice because if you look at what they've done, it's all like really small indie movies. That's all I heard was really TV small. episodes. Mm-hmm. Their biggest movie was It's Kind of a Funny Story, which is a fantastic film okay. with Zach Galifianakis. It's really good movie. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, I don't see how making that would be like a calling card for Captain Marvel. Just, just now, were they always directing together? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They've always written right. and directed together. Because I was going to say, like, uh, nothing in this movie, like, it seemed, it didn't seem like two people were directing it. Mm. So, the, so at least there's that. Yeah, it's at very least much like, a, that. like the Russos, right? I mean, you can't yeah. tell us two people. Yeah. No, if I didn't know, no. I would just assume it's one. Yeah. You know. Uh, okay. So. Uh, I, I lot was I remember a lot was made about that the directing team and I remember just thinking like oh okay they're doing this thing they were saying like oh Marvel's you know grabbing indie directors and they're doing whatever and uh, I no longer really pay attention to it because like we've established before that Marvel has they have a template mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially for origin flicks and it's very and even in this movie it's very much like click 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 they're clicking off all these boxes very yeah. much. Um, this movie tries, they, they switch it up a little with flashbacks in this. It kind of bounces around at times. Yeah. But if you take it all and put it in order, it's it's the same step by step. It's, uh, they uh, they did the same thing that the Deadpool did. Yeah, exactly. And Deadpool, again, like, and I love Deadpool, mm-hmm. and I thought Deadpool was absolutely, it's a fucking great movie, but Deadpool is very much a paint-by-numbers origin flick. Exactly like you said, like with flashbacks and stuff, it, they make you uh, they make you forget that it's actually very much check like yeah. a by the numbers origin flick. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're right, like if you put Captain Marvel or even Deadpool like in order, you would go, Oh yeah, it's literally the template for like ninety percent of the origin flicks. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I think one of the few exceptions is Doctor Strange in only in how it ends. That's it. Yeah. But other than that, it's like check everything all the way through. Uh, Black Panther, same thing. It's check all the way through. Yeah. Yeah, it's interspliced with Lion King, and I'm always going to say that every time we talk about Black Panther. However, you know, it's still a by the numbers oh, origin play. Definitely, definitely. Now, is that a bad thing per se? 
Ultimately, no. I don't think it is. I'm going to say ultimately no, especially because uh, even with that template, like, and even Captain Marvel, because and I referenced Black Panther, and I'll talk about that too, but even in Captain Marvel, like, there's, uh, they do enough cool things with it that you actually kind of, you're, you're not, like, I don't sit in the theater going like, uh, check, and check. Check. There are a lot of times I was like, oh, oh, that's really cool. Or, oh, I kind of like that. Or mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Or I'm cool. I don't like that, right? Um, <clears throat> but like Marvel, I feel like Marvel's smart enough to get directors that can work within their templates. Yeah. You know? Because when they go big, when they get a big director, they're coming in with their own thing. Like, this is what we're doing. And that's... And, Mar- and then Marvel's always fighting with them. And then, you know... Like Patty Jenkins was originally on Thor too. They yeah, could, no, I know. And every single time, they like I, I look at that and I go, "Could you imagine?" Yeah. Thor two with Patty Jenkins, especially because Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's fantastic. Is one of the best superhero movies. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay, it is. I'm saying this now. Better than Captain Marvel. It is better than Captain Marvel. Oh. Start to finish, front to back, top to bottom. There's, it is better. Now, I feel there's a lot more heart in Wonder Woman to me. Like I connect, I connect with way more to those characters. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying Captain Marvel is a terrible character. Mm -hmm. In fact, I liked Captain Marvel in this movie. Mm -hmm. Right in the few seconds that we meet her, when she's uh, fierce. Yeah. Veers. Right. Which, when they're calling her Veers, at first I was kind of like, huh. But then she's having human flashbacks, and then I was like, because I know that her, her name is Carol Danvers. Like, yeah. I know yeah. that that's her name in the comic books. I was like, I wonder how this happens, but it's kind of cool that it's a mispronunciation of a fragment of her last name. Yeah. And that's how they got her name. But I thought that was cool. But, like, within seconds, I liked her right away. Um, I had a couple of gripes right away. I'll get to that in a second. So, having said that, just Wonder Woman is is a better character, mm-hmm. better movie, mm-hmm. and I agree with the heart. Yes, there's no heart in this movie, or not enough heart, I should say. Yeah, I mean, there's there's heart, but it doesn't feel for a billion real. dollar. It doesn't movie, feel real, you know. For a billion I mean? dollar movie that's supposed to be a women empowerment movie, and I know that we we may get some shit for this. Uh, there's not enough heart. Yeah, I mean... I'm surprised that Wonder Woman didn't make a billion. This movie did. I'm not surprised. This has the MCU pushing it. Plus, plus they did the tease at an end of Infinity War. Everyone knew she was coming in Endgame. This was going to get a, a big push regardless. Although, and also you referenced that Disney conspiracy too. You mentioned that last camcast, which I thought was really interesting. That was more or less for the domestic box office part. Um, okay. Okay, but yeah, you're it, right. It's like, still made to yeah, a bill. It's true. The Infinity War bump or the uh, Endgame bump was very huge. That's true. You know, That's it, true. Because there was no uh, Justice League bump for Wonder Woman. No. There was no Batman no. v Superman bump for Wonder Woman. No. I think the amount of money it made was in spite yeah. of Batman v I mean, Superman. Batman v Superman does not have good reviews. Justice League does not have good reviews. So Wonder Woman being in between there, that doesn't help. Whereas no, Marvel yeah, generally like, has like, a pretty... That's true. That's true. I, I, shouldn't, uh, I shouldn't be knocking it too badly. But, but I mean, this uh, is Marvel's first female superhero, so obviously, you know, women are, and young girls and everything are going to gra- gravitate to What this about Elektra? 
<sighs> yeah, but that's Fox. I mean, that's rude. She's not a good role model for little girls. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, is she a Marvel character? She is, yep. I know I just used a female pronoun, but is she a woman? Well, I uh, will have to ask Matt Murdock. Would she be considered a hero? Especially in that movie? Anti-hero? Like on the level of, say, the Punisher? Or the Winter Soldier? Winter Soldier. Let's do that. Okay. You were there first, Marvel. <laughs> Fox beat you to everything. Sorry. <laughs> True. I have to say this now because we're doing you got, this. You're, you're, we're doing you're, this the other you're night. in it. You're so Black Panther, Black Panther, yes. first Black. male superhero in a movie. Marvel. Marvel. I can't remember. Was Blank Man first or was Meteor Man first? I feel like I Meteor feel like Man was Meteor Man. Yeah, followed like by Meteor Man was written, directed, starred a black man, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it went to movies. Yeah, and that was in the nineties. Yeah, Blank Man was a year after. I believe also that was actually directed and written by the Wayans. Yeah, and then two years after that was unfortunately Steel, but nevertheless. Black superhero. Yeah. And two yeah. years after Was he Steel, coming off his, uh, his Kazam high? Yeah. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> but then it brought us to Blade, Blade, which actually like kicked off the modern Marvel yeah. movies run. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's New Line Cinema, but still. Still. It was a Marvel movie. Still. So, end of the day, Blade, you're like, or Black Panther, you're like fourth or fifth in line. End of the day, Captain yeah. Marvel, you're second in line. Should have been third in line, because we should have had a Black fucking Widow movie a million fucking years ago. Yes. It's actually maddening that you kill her off in Endgame. Spoilers, I don't give a fuck at this point. You kill her off in Endgame... You give her a shitty fucking memorial, and now you're saying her movie is going to be a prequel. A fucking prequel. No, it should have been her and Hawkeye teaming together, unraveling the secrets of her past, finding about, I mean, finding out about Budapest. Yeah, what is Budapest? Finding out that maybe, just maybe, just like in the comic books, she hooked up yeah. with fucking Bucky beforehand. When he was in Winter Soldier. I want to know about Budapest. Because they were part of the Russian. Keep talking about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But instead, we had to wait, and they, they rushed Captain Marvel out. And that's one of my biggest complaints about this movie, is that they rushed this movie out. They rushed it out, A, to get that, to get Captain Marvel out there, and B, to have it smash into Endgame, because the Russos are now talking about how she wasn't really planned for Endgame. No, well, 100% she was rushed because... They shot Infinity War and Endgame back-to-back -back over a one-year span. Yep. And when they started Endgame, Captain Marvel wasn't even shooting yet. It didn't exist. So she was being put into Endgame. They didn't know how to play her. They didn't know what kind of personality to give her because she didn't even have her own movie yet. Yep. Even though her own movie was going to get done afterwards and then released first. Yeah. So that is, uh, that's one of my big complaints with Captain Marvel is that it is a rushed movie, yeah. and unfortunately, it feels rushed. There, uh, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of scenes that are dragged out. Mm -hmm. You know, like they talk about uh, like critics and stuff. They talk about, well, you know, this was dragged out because uh, it's like plot filler. 
plot filler because they don't have much of a story. And you feel it in this movie, mm-hmm. you know? Luckily, luckily, like, the this when cool shit happens, it's really fucking cool. Like, there's... And there are some character moments that I actually really enjoyed. I really liked. Um, but there were, like... The opening scene, not the opening scene, the actual scene, the first where she's uh, she's on Earth and she's chasing the other scrolls. Yes. That was a very dragged out... Uh, that is a one long stretch. One long stretch. Um, um. And it's... It, unfortunately, it's not one of those where you don't feel the stretch... You know, because you're you're in with these characters, like, and I'll reference uh, I'll reference Winter Soldier. So when Cap and uh, Black Widow are now off the grid, they're running from Hydra. Yeah, and they're trying to get to the bottom of this. There's a very long sequence where it's just the two of them. You know what I mean? So it's the two of them, and then they go to like Fort uh, McMurray or whatever it's called. <laughs> they went to work on the oil fields for a little while. They go, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. they were so so red hot. They had to go to fucking Canada. But so they they go to the the camp where Cap is created. Yeah, and that's where they notice the new enclave. Cap's like, this wasn't here before. I didn't play sight type of thing. And then from there. Uh, Oh yeah, no, no, no. That's right. It's uh, the mall. Yeah. It's that's yeah. So it's, it's the, mall, the mall. Then it's the camp. Then it's uh, meeting up with uh, Falcon because they got the whole building destroyed on them. That kind of shit. That's a fairly long sequence. It doesn't feel long. Falcon. Didn't they like meet up with him? They're like, and he makes some breakfast. Falcon. Yeah. Are we talking Captain Marvel? No, we're talking Winter Soldier. I'm saying like I'm. Oh, I'm liking you it. went back to that. Okay. I, Thought I said that right in the beginning, where okay. I just, like I well, they're so very similar in, in the way they're playing out. Okay, yeah, that's true. That is actually, but because they went to like a fort in this too. Yeah, and then they went and had breakfast with the, her buddy instead. That's right, actually. Huh. Yeah. Now that you mentioned, wow. I was actually confused because I was like, this sounds like that Captain actually, Marvel, but I thought we were right. on Winter Soldier. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. And it's a it's a black friend. Yeah. That makes him breakfast. And Hydra's infiltrating, whereas in this, it's Scrolls. Scrolls. Uh. Hey, so this got a little bit of a minus now. <laughs> you cribbed from a movie and you didn't do it nearly as good. <laughs> you're never going to do Winter Soldier as good as Winter Soldier. Yeah. No, you're right. You're Ever. Right. No, they could have even cribbed from Civil War. And yeah. I'd be like, and I have problems with Civil War, but I'd still be like, this is a far superior movie in comparison to Captain Marvel. Yeah, like, because I kind of go like, Endgame and Infinity War are probably probably my favorites now just because of what happens in it and because I'm such a huge Marvel fan. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because like I rewatched Endgame the other day. Yeah. And and I was saying like it's a, I've said repeatedly, it's a great movie. It's an amazing fucking movie as long as you don't think about it. Yeah. And then I was kinda worried like when I was rewatching it, I was kinda worried that maybe I would spend too much time thinking about it. I don't think about any of these fucking things. No. At all. No. At all. You don't think about it till later when you're stewing in your mind. But now, now I, because I, I, I finished it last night again, and I was just like, "Man, that's fucking great. Yeah. That's fucking amazing." I, I don't, know. like, I, I don't care about the, uh, 
plot holes. I don't no. care about them. I'm actually like... Me neither. I am actually fine with this. I feel like maybe now I should watch rewatch some Transformers movies. Uh, <laughs> maybe I might have a better appreciation. Go from number one into Bumblebee. I can't. And ignore the bunch in between. Yeah, no, I... I but like at least like with those two, I can say unabashedly, I love Transformers. Yeah. Transformers is an awesome movie. It is. The like, first one is so good. They didn't do too much with the mythology, mm-hmm. just enough. It's only when you get into the second one where now they start trying to smash more mythology into it. Yeah. Uh, it gets a little nuts. Plus, they like drag this like plot hole padding filler. There's a yeah. lot of plot filler there. Anyway, back to Captain Marvel. <laughs> back to Captain Marvel. Um, um, okay, actually, you know what, I don't want to get too bogged down on this, because ultimately what it comes down to is, it's a rushed movie, for one. Mm-hmm. It's, it's obvious that it's a rushed movie, too. That's, that's the big problem. I don't mind if a movie's rushed, as long as it doesn't feel rushed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, a lot of, like, stuff was dragged out where, where it shouldn't have been. Um, so, like, the story is a weak story. And like I said right at the beginning, it's a uh, paint-by-numbers origin play. Okay. All right. That's pretty much all of the negatives that I really have. Okay? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about Captain Marvel. It's been... Well, when did this come out now? Beginning of March? I think so, yeah. So it's been about a good two months as I saw it now. Yeah. And I was thinking and thinking and thinking. I'm like, I don't really remember much about it. I'll tell what you what I, I remember yep. is the really awesome references to the 90s. I remember Blockbuster. And I remember the music popping up. <laughs> the music was awesome. The soundtrack's amazing. The soundtrack is absolutely amazing. That it's was all, awesome. It's all those little things. Here's the things that stick out for me. Yeah. Yes, those things stick out for me. But here's the things that stick out for me. Uh, Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, as Pierce, as Carol Danvers. She sticks out for me because she's awesome. And I wasn't sure how she was going to be because there was a lot of controversy going in. There still is, and because I'm going to talk about this. She said some stupid things. Okay. Like things you should probably just not talk about on live TV. Okay, but hold on. We'll get to that. Because I, I, like, I feel like I have a different opinion on this. Yeah, no, cool. And uh, I do, like, I mean, I don't want to turn this into a diatribe mm-hmm. or a tirade of sorts, but I, I, feel like, I feel like I have to touch it. Okay. I have to put my spin on it. If you start with chapter one, I'm going to get worried. Chapter one. You know what? Maybe I will because you said that. Uh, but overall, Shazam so, got bumped to the next episode. But all jokes aside, Brie Larson. Um, I wasn't so much worried about Brie Larson because at this point now, I'm pretty much just like if uh, Marvel cast it, like if Kevin Feige was like, "We that's one of the ones, one of the people that we want to play this character." Okay, you know what I mean? Like I, I can't now. It's like I can no longer really say no. No, this is going to be terrible because I've been proven wrong almost every, actually every single time that I was like, ah, I don't know about Benedict Cumberbatch. Actually, no, he was, I was fine with him as Doctor Strange. Uh, who was, I was griping about somebody. Oh, right away, Chris Evans. I wasn't like, Chris Evans is going to be the best Captain America. Well, Chris Evans was weird because they were like, he was human torture already. He, but like, even then... That was, and all the rules up until Captain America, yeah. he was playing essentially the jokey jock guy. Yeah. You, you got know? the image of, uh, it's not another teen movie with him having a whip on his dick and his tits and stuff. Yeah. And then he's Captain America, and you're just like, 
Exactly. So you're, I was like, uh, like even the losers, I think, because losers came out before Cap. Yeah, but he was very jokey. In that but he was too. the same thing. Like there was really nothing different. So he was one of the first ones, uh, and even Robert Downey Jr. He was another one where I was like, because uh, that was for sure. I just it's 100% like, like you want to nope. kick off your Marvel universe with Downey Jr. Yeah, the guy that like the guy that hasn't done anything in years because he was in prison and really fucked up. Like he was uh, in and out of jail, on and off drugs. This is the guy? Yeah. You know? And then oh. you watch that first trailer, like, he's the guy. You know, uh, but Edward Norton had no problems. No. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even yeah. blink. But they but did. now, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but you know enough about Norton Alley. You're like, well, no shit. Yeah, no shit. I totally understand. Though, mm, yeah. end of the day, I'm always going to like Norton more than Robert Downey. <sighs> but anyway, I digress. So, at this story. point now, so Brie Larson gets cast as... as uh, Captain Marvel. I'm like, okay, all right, uh, and I like Brie Larson. I watched her in other movies. So when they said, I don't think her, I've ever not liked her in other movies. Uh, and up until Captain Marvel, I don't think I've had an issue with anything she's had to say in interviews. Um, but Captain Marvel also came about, or it was like heavy press releases and stuff, and it was being pushed. During the whole hashtag Me Too movement. So there's a lot of shit going on. There's a lot of stuff that women are going to be like, yeah, okay, like it's about fucking time this shit comes to an end. And I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, but we'll get to that in a second. So Brie Larson, great as Captain Marvel. I liked her, like, within the first few seconds that we are introduced to Veers, The I immediately at first I was like, because she's very, like, humanly sarcastic. And I remember thinking to myself, like, how do they explain this? You know, mm-hmm. like... <laughs> I was kind of like, oh, she's a Marvel character. <laughs> well, I, but my, my brain went, how do they explain this, right? Because I actually, believe it or not, I purposely didn't really do too much Wikipedia on the Carol Danvers uh, character. I know that, like, in the 70s... Uh, she gave birth to her son, who's also the father. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I also know that, like, Rogue was the one who, uh, Rogue took her powers and parts of her memory, and that's why this Rogue right here on this fucking bitchin' 90s era Jim Lee Rogue. Uh, t-shirt. This is why she has, like, superpowers that she can fly and has super strength. She's hard to kill. That kind of stuff. Uh, That's because she took it from Carol Danvers. So I know that part. I know that at one point, Carol Danvers uh, stopped being called Captain Marvel. uh, Called herself Warbird for a spell. She did. Then called herself Miss Marvel for a spell. She was never Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was always Miss Marvel. Yeah. Miss Marvel, then Warbird. Yeah. And then she was rechristened Captain Marvel. Just only a few years ago. Only a few years ago, and they yeah. actually gave her like a like a tactical inspired suit, which I fucking loved. The second that they made it more military inspired, with like shoulder almost shoulder pads, that Chinese collar type collar, thing. Yeah. They kept the sash because they argued that that was like a military thing. Yeah. They gave her like actual like gloves that looked like she was fucking kicking the shit out of people with, and actual boots. 
pants. She was in a swimsuit for the longest time. Yeah. Like, yeah. an embarrassingly yeah. long time. Yeah. Uh, I think... I think it was right up until she became Captain Marvel that they're like, pants? Mm-hmm. Let's give her pants. Because it was a full-bodied top with weird shoulder cutouts. Yep. She had the sash. She's almost always had the sash. She had a face mask. And no pants. Just like a bikini bottom. But it was a one onesie. Yep. So, you know, so like, I mean... I digress. So I, I didn't go into the backstories or how she got into her powers or, or how much influence the Kree was to her background because I was like, you know what, I'm just going to leave it fresh. So within the first 30, uh, couple of minutes and she's on like the Kree's uh, fucking ta- task force. Yeah. I was like, I really hope they explain why she's like humanly sarcastic. You know what I mean? Like, I'm okay with everyone speaking English. <coughs> that's fine. Although, tell me it's translated by... Yeah. <laughs> tell me in the corner it's translated from Cree to English. Give me that, and I won't fucking say a word. Yeah. But uh, Jude Law, Jude Law, I was like... Uh, going to cast him, I was like, okay, all right. And there was, there was rumors that he might be actual... Captain the original Marvel. Captain Marvel. Marvel, yeah. Marvel uh, which I would have been okay with either way. I would have been all right with that. You know, uh, but like I liked that training day vibe that they had. Yep, yep. With her and him, I thought that was actually really cool. Um, it's the first time I even referenced it as a training day vibe, actually. But I was just like going through. My now head. that you see, but it is. Yeah, it's very that he even goes down like Denzel. <laughs> it's a shame that he doesn't actually get to say <laughs> King Kong ain't got shit on me. <laughs> That was a great movie. Oh, Training Day was good. That was absolutely. I actually watched that great. twice in the theater. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was fucking amazing. Yeah. No, that was really good. But uh, <clears throat> so I loved her character right away because, like, you never really see like a like a cocky badass woman in these movies. Mm-hmm. You know, you almost never do. No. No. Like, I mean, like, I I, uh, I love, like, in Batman v Superman, where there's so shots where Wonder Woman is, like, getting tagged by Doomsday, and she's just kind of like, alright, that's how it is, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, stuff like that. But never someone that's literally like, yeah, but I'm gonna kick your fucking ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I liked the scene where she's taken captive by the Skrulls, and they're trying to get her secrets from her mind, and it's coming into conflict with buried memories. Um, and I like how they do that right away, because then I was like, that's why she's humanly sarcastic. Perfect. Right away. So mm-hmm. I immediately went from being like, uh, if they don't explain that, I'm going to be really pissed, to immediately going, oh, okay, so she's got human, uh, kind of like the born identity. She's yeah. got flashback memories. Okay. All right. But uh, when she now breaks out of that compound, that was a great way to showcase her uh, cockiness, but also like backing up that cockiness. And she's doing most of it barefoot, which I thought was really cool because you don't see that very With often. With those giant things on her hands, yeah, like preventing her. Yeah, you know. Um, or even just right at the beginning, the conversation with the Supreme Intelligence, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and at Benny, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Then 
and there was a reason why it was her, and the, you find out later, and I was just like, this is actually, like, there's, like, I, like, when I first watched this movie, I remember walking out of it going, like, there's a lot that I didn't like. But then when I replayed it back in my head, I was kind of like, yeah, but I, I liked this, and I liked this, and I liked this, and it ended up being, like, the, I would think I was buying it more of the negative hype, because there's a lot of negative hate for this movie by a bunch of guys doing the exact same shit that we're doing. Mm-hmm. But they're almost, like, gleefully about how much they hate this movie. Mostly because they hate her. The actress. Yeah, but I mean, still. The actress. I, I swear that if she, if there was another actress in that role, there wouldn't be nearly as much hate. I, I don't know. I still feel like there would be. And I still think that Shirley Sterling should have been the smart one for Deborah. If we were skewing for an older character, then yeah. And then that's the thing, right? They obviously went with age. Which is a bummer. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean... Because we're... Okay, next episode we're going to do a, a casting for X-Men Fantastic Four. Yeah. So my dream casting for... No, 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 no. Stop. My dream oh. casting for Captain Marvel oh, okay. was always Shirley Sarah. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so it's kind of just like that. Right. Like, I just feel like you should have went with that. Okay. That's me. Yeah. It went with Brie Larson. I was like, interesting choice. I didn't, I didn't hate Brie Larson. I was just like, interesting choice. I yeah, never, I, still, I never pictured. I still don't hate because she's kind of like the director. She comes from mostly smaller indie comedy. Yeah, but just so really, I also don't hate Brie Larson. Well, like, I don't hate even some of the stuff that she I said. think that she should have worded things differently. Well, we'll, we'll get to that, and we'll, I'll give you my opinion on those things. I don't hate Okay, them. so then, uh, what, one of my favorite things about this, though, was, and I love the training day aspect between her and Jude Law. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Jude Law. I remember thinking, like, right away, where I was just like, he might be a bad guy. I think there's something up with him, and he might be a bad guy. I kind of had that feeling right from the start. Yeah, like right from the get-go, I was kind of like, eh, he might actually be a bad guy. Um, but I, I just kind of like table it for now, right? Uh, love the interplay between her and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Absolutely love that. And again, that technology to make him younger, holy shit, is that amazing. Yeah, it is absolutely incredible. It it's absolutely like, incredible. Coulson was another one. I liked, and I and I love, I've always loved Coulson. Yeah. Um. But when you see him again in a movie like this, and then you're like, because if you don't watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you might forget that that show's still on. Yeah. Because it is. It is. And yet, nobody thought to say, hey, Avengers, just so you know, Coulson's back. Yeah. Um, maybe we should go to his birthday. Just kind of say everything's fine, you know. Uh, he did die, just so we're clear. But we used, I think, was it Creek technology to bring him back? I think it was. It was Cree Tech. <laughs> it was yep. Cree Tech. Also, uh, shortly after we used Cree Tech to bring it back, uh, we did absolutely nothing with Cree Tech. I think we broke it or destroyed it or something, so don't ask about the Cree Tech. No. We don't have any Cree Tech. No more Cree Tech. But we have Phil Coles. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I mean, I understand they want to keep the movies separate from the TV shows, aside from, like, weird references, you know what I mean? But at the same time, like, fuck, he came from the movies. <laughs> Shouldn't he get a buy? I feel like, I think, you know, yeah, like the end of Endgame at the funeral, like when they show Jackson there, it would have been so great just to see Coulson behind him. 
Yeah. Like no one there knows that Coulson's there, but he's but he's there, there that, that kind of thing because like fuck would you want to say awesome. goodbye to these guys that too? That would have been awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like fuck, he was there from the beginning. He yeah. was there for the formation of the Avengers. Yeah. He's part of the reason. Why, like he solved the same thing. He's the one that came up with Shield. Exactly. Only for it to be redone by Nick Fury in this. That part I was like, ah, because yeah. like, uh, yeah, that was a huge plot hole. That was one of those ones where, like, even now I can't get past it because it's like, uh, I know they played it for a gag where it's like, do you really put your logo on everything? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, or he says something about her Air Force hat or something, and yeah. it's like, point taken. But the whole time I was like, yeah, but I mean, like, it was fucking 2008 that it was called mm-hmm. Strategic Homeland Intervention. Yeah. And, and when does this take place? 94? 94? Oh, maybe, no, 93, because Tan Lee's reading Mallrats' script. That's right. So it would be that's 93. Right. That's yeah, right. because Mallrats <laughs> was 94. Yeah, um, so that's cool. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so I love uh, Brie Larson. Captain Marvel, or sorry, uh, Veers. She's Veers at this Veers. point. Veers. Veers is, you know, a Kree officer. She's hunting down scrolls. She teams up with Nick Fury, a young Nick Fury with hair. Yep. Uh, with both eyes. Both eyes. And... Uh, Almost immediately, we meet the cat, too, don't we? Yeah, Goose. Goose, yeah. Which is a reference to Top Gun. Top Gun, yeah. Because she's an Air Force pilot. She's mm-hmm. actually a captain. Did you check that out? She is. She's actually a captain. She is. Yep. Yeah, doesn't go by Captain Marvel, though. Yeah, no, I... I... They gotta call her Captain Marvel eventually, right? Because that's two movies now where they, they do. have to say Captain They Marvel. do in the Spider-Man Far From Home. Do they? Yeah, the most recent trailer. Did you watch the most recent trailer? Yeah, you did. Yes, I did. You talked about the multiverse. Yes, stuff. I did. So, because uh, he's at the stage where he doesn't really want to be Spider Man, he kind of wants to just be Peter Parker. Yeah. And so when like Tony Stark's like, no, you gotta fucking help out. He's just like, uh, what about Thor? Off world. What about Captain Marvel? Right. Uh, indisposed or something. Right, like right. That. They did say. It. They did say. It. I heard a complaint about that where they're just like, oh, I don't like how Spider Man is diminishing himself, and I'm like. No, he's not. He's basically saying, I don't want to do this. Couldn't you get anyone else but yeah. me to do this? Oh, there's no one else? Well, fine. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. Even though I'm trying to get MJ's uh, e-card. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, getting back to this. So, uh, so I love all those. Uh, I love the interplays. I love her character. I love, uh, you know, a young Nick Fury's character. Yep. Um, <laughs> and... When, like, when Nick Fury meets Goose and immediately goes from, like, yeah, I'm, like, part of S.H.I.E.L.D. and yada yada, oh, there's a fucking kitty! I was like, <laughs> man, that is so funny, because, like, that's me. Like, me with animals, yep. dogs almost exclusively, but cats too, but I'm just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, in fact, uh, one, of, one of my buddies at work, Keith Barnes, hey, Keith, just in case you're watching, Keith Barnes, he got a, a little Shih Tzu. Little puppy Shih Tzu, yeah. and they named her or named him Mowgli. Oh yeah, you tell me about yeah. Mowgli. This big, like, yeah. just super tiny. And the first time they brought her, uh, brought him in, and I was like, oh my god, and, you know, he's freaking out because he's just like, what yeah. is going on? And then like, so I just get like right down on the floor, and he's just like, you're kind of cool, yeah. and then just boom, like just like oh. Penny, just like oh. Okay, buddy. Okay, so then a couple of times after that, he's yeah. bringing him in. It's the same thing. He'll come right to me. We'll just fucking play around. But I could be literally like 
in the middle of like talking about yeah this TV has these specs and all of a sudden I'm like oh look at the bubbles <laughs> okay back here in the moment yeah. you know so so I love that scene uh, even though it, it takes even though it's like if it wasn't for those two being so good together then that long stretch in between where she's hunting down the scrolls yes and then they get to Monica Rambo which I liked. Like Monica Rambeau, because maybe people don't know, is that she was actually called Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Monica Rambeau was actually Captain Marvel. Uh, that's where I got tripped up, because I knew there was a woman that was called Captain okay. Marvel. And then I think she was uh, she Spectrum or something like that. She ended up going by a different name after she stopped calling herself Captain Marvel for some reason. Okay. But anyway, regardless. But I liked that, and I liked how the, they were childhood best friends. Mm-hmm. Growing up, and then they went through the Air Force together. Like, I loved that. Um, I, I actually was kind of thinking that they might actually uh, go the lesbian route with them. Yeah. Um, and I would have been fine with, honestly. But at the same time, I'm not like, I don't feel like it's a missed opportunity. Because even though it's, it's two best friends, right? It, it could be just intentionally made vague so that in the sequel they out her or whatever like that. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I just, I hate the idea that, oh, there's two best friends. They gotta be gay. Well, no. I, not necessarily. I'm not gay with you. Well, not yet. That might be outed in the sequel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like in uh, Geek Pants 2, the, the repantsoning. <laughs> Yeah. That's where, you know, it's just yeah. one big long porno. Yeah. Occasionally, like, in between, like, yeah. like the sexing, it'll be like, oh, yeah, Captain Marvel! <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... That got weird. It always does. It does. Yeah, it always does. It does. But anyways, well, I actually had thought that that's what they were going to do. And then when they didn't, I was just like, oh, okay, all right. Like, I'm not saying that they have to, or that they should. I'm just saying that if they did, I wouldn't be like, oh, they're just doing this because they want a gay character of the Marvel Universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know she's not gay in the comic books, and the fans might be in an uproar about that one. Yeah, it's basically just like, they should make a guy gay, I think, if anything, because they introduce one strong female, and she's gay. Like, it's just strong. Oh, she's strong. She's gay. You know, like... I feel... If you're... Do you know, I, you know I, what I mean? Like, there's, a, gonna, there's a lot more male superheroes in the MCU. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then... Then the argument, like, they have to introduce the character as gay. Yeah. That's what I feel. Like, I feel like if, uh, like, Shang-Chi, for instance, if he's a gay character. And if he's a gay character like um, Willem Dafoe in Boondock Saints. Okay, yeah. Where they don't even say he's gay at all. Like, he's just, he's going through his detective stuff. And then, you know, then it's like the next morning. He just happens to be sleeping in the same bed with a guy. Mm -hmm. I was like... Oh fuck! Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And then that was it. Like it wasn't just was like, it. like oh by the way, uh, I'm Detective So and So and I'm super gay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed the Asian guy that I was plowing all night. Yeah. He's doing the walk machine. Cause I know. I love it when they just. They just. It's just. It's it. a normal. Like, it's just a, thing. Thing. It's just a normal yeah, exactly. thing. Like, it, and it doesn't need to be like boom. Yeah, it but is. it's it's no different than if it was a girl in the bed. You know what I mean? Like, and even the way that that guy was posed yeah. was like a girl would be if she was like, 
because like he's getting woken up and he's a, a like a detective so he's getting woken up and off to the side sleeping and I was just like oh wow if they did stuff like that I would like I'd be like oh yeah. instead of this like uh, because like, stopping the story to go oh this is so gay this is gay, gay. It, it 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 doesn't it does nothing for the story and also like it, it kind of takes me out of it too because it's it's kind of like uh, <laughs> I'll reference this again it's it almost seems like they're doing it just so that they can high five themselves. Yeah. Like that Russo gay cameo in, uh, in yeah, the game. Right. Like, I just thought it was important to have a gay character in there. And I should play him. It's like, in the one scene that does nothing for the story. Yeah. But they're weird, like, high-fiving. And now they're doing this thing where they're like, guess what? Two characters are gay. Yeah. And we're going to announce them soon. And I'm like, so now you're going to retroactively say that characters are gay? Or are you going to introduce a character to be gay? Yeah. But they're saying, like, existing characters are gay and they're going to out them soon. Which is fine as long as they haven't shown a love interest towards a woman or vice versa yet. Like if they pull, guess, if, they like pull that, a, if they pull an Iceman The Iceman one really bugged right, me. Right? That one really bugged me. Obviously just like you couldn't have picked one of the other mutant heroes that haven't really shown a love interest. Or, been, or bring Northstar back to prominence. Or that. Because it's not like Northstar was a terrible character by any means. No, he's a good character. You know? He's Canadian. Exactly. So fuck yeah, Northstar. Yeah. But like I was saying, so like if they made Shang-Chi gay right at the beginning, which is like like normally gay. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Or Wong in, in Doctor Strange. Well, we're hitting up the Asians, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only women and Asians are allowed to be gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean, I don't know. I. Whatever. Like... Honestly, like it's, it's not, gonna get there and whatever. I, I like I, I keep saying I just want more characters. So like if they retroactively make them gay, then fine. Well, one of the Eternals is gonna be gay. They said one of the Eternals would be gay, which is fine because I really don't fucking care. I, I honestly I like I if they retroactively make an existing Marvel universe character gay. Like I mean, ultimately, I don't think I'm really gonna give a shit because like I said, like I'm all I'm more about inclusion than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, I would rather. This isn't the six one six. It's its own universe. Yeah, well, that's that's true. That's yeah. true. But anyway, so uh, so I loved the uh, the stuff with uh, Ray Larson. Pretty much with like everyone in this movie is really good. She's got really good chemistry with everybody. Yeah, really good chemistry everyone. with everyone. Um, even uh, yes, Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Who is like who I've been watching for years now, and I never really knew his name, but I've always loved him yeah like dark knight rises he's the slime ball that's trying to act all tough and like bane is just like that gives you power over me and you're yeah. like oh fuck you're about to get fucking killed and then he does <laughs> and it ain't pretty <laughs> i gather because he's, he's yeah. some kind but but he's, he's dead he's but dead. i had no idea he was australian no and like like crocodile dundee australian not like <laughs> hugh jackman australian yeah i was just like wow but he's great like He's great. He had a very interesting arc in this film. Very interesting arc, especially because uh, actually the whole scrolls arc. I was just gonna say, it's like, just like it, it. It takes a massive twist. It pulls a Mandarin, but this time I liked. But it. they did it so good. This time I liked it because, like, like we talk about the the Mandarin twist. If it wasn't such a shitty follow up, yeah, you know what I mean. Like if it was Rebecca Hall character. Exactly. If she was the real Mandarin, That'd be cool. I would have been like, ah, oh, fuck, that is crazy awesome. Yeah. 
But instead, we get Guy Pierce's uh, Killian. Yeah, Killian, whatever the fuck his name is. Who's not only, uh, he's not only, like, Mandarin, but he's also extremist, extremist on top of that. So I'm just like, ah. Yeah. Plus, I already saw a, a knockoff Tony Stark in Justin Hammer. And it was done way better by one of the most gifted actors of our time, Sam Rockwell. He is a great actor. I really want to see more Justin Hammer. I really wish we did. Yeah. Like, tan, fake tan hands and they everything. Gotta, they gotta have, like, I'm, you know what, Spider-Man 3, whenever it happens, it'd be awesome if it was all about the rap escaping. The rap blows up. That, that'd be pretty cool. I didn't see Justin Spider-Man's Hammer on the, the raft, scene. though. Spider-Man's on the scene. Hmm? No, but he could do a cameo getting, like, uh, armor and weapons and shit for the villains I got out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he could. Mm-hmm. He could. He could be like the the new tinker. Mm-hmm. The tinkerer. Nothing more threatening than a guy named Tinkerer. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Uh, even though I I loved him in Homecoming, <laughs> he was great. Yeah. Like excellent casting, excellent portrayal. I would like to see more of him. Cause like I feel like he's just one of those guys that's just gonna be doing stuff for uh, like the challenge, mm-hmm. not so much the money. So it'd be challenging for him. To make a scorpion suit for somebody. Yep. You know? Um, okay. Uh, what else? Okay, so this... The scroll stuff, where they actually... Because uh, when you're a comic book fan, and you're a Marvel guy, and you've been reading Marvel comic books since, well, late 80s, early 90s, the Krees are the good guys. Yep. Scrolls are always the bad guys. Always, always the, bad. the bad guys. Because... Uh, like they're shapeshifters, and they're always depicted as not just being shapeshifters happy with their planet, they want dominion over all planets. Yeah, and okay. I mean, as soon as they announced the scrolls are going to be in here, everybody was like, this is the setup for Secret Invasion. Exactly. Everybody. It still could be. It could be. It still could be. It could be. Okay. Because this is 93, so a lot could happen in 25 years. That's right. Yeah. Um, but like, but the fact that they've now, like, when you get to that point where uh, Mendelssohn's character is literally like, yeah, okay, but like you don't understand. They fucking took our planet away. From mm-hmm. All we want to do is find a place to stay. That's it. We don't want any trouble. It's just the Kree is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're the bad guys. Like, we're not good either. And that's one of the most refreshing things about it where he's just like, yeah, like, I've done some fucking shit here. But I did it because of this. And when you see him with his family... I love that scene. Like, when yeah. that happened, I was yes. like, oh. Yeah. And then right away, I was like, what's going to happen to him now? I was like, oh, don't kill him. Don't <laughs> yeah. kill him. Like, right away. It's like, you know? And, like, oh. even just, the, like, I also love the part where he doesn't want his daughter to see him do this shit. Yeah. Where he's just like, cover her eyes. Cover her eyes because they're going to fucking kill some people. Mm-hmm. You know? But the whole thing, like, when they do that flip in the career, the bad guy, I was like, wow. And that was such an excellent flip because, like you said, like, you... Scrolls, they're bad. Yeah. Cree, Immediately. they're good. They're good. They're good. You know. Um, but yeah, like that That was... If they didn't have that twist, I don't think I would have liked the movie as much. And uh, I probably would have been like, holy this. Ugh, Jesus. But, uh, but even like the explanation of how Veers got her power. So we find out, of course, she was Carol Danvers. She's a human. And, you know, she's... Her and Monica are, are top, uh, mm-hmm. you know, of the Air Force. Yep. 
And Annette Benning's character is actually Marvell. Actually Marvell. In disguise. Yeah. Excuse me. Trying to set up uh, protection against the actual Kree. Yep. To help the Skrulls out. Which was crazy cool. Um, the gender swap there I thought was really awesome. I guess in this case you could have cast Charlize Theron and then you would have been happy. No, it's not too old. What? Annette Benning. Yeah, and Aunt Benny is too old, but yeah. Charlie Theron could have been Marvel. Yeah, you know that for Wonder Woman they offered Wonder Woman, and she's like, uh, tell me about it, and then she said, oh, Wonder Woman's mom. Yeah, I know. They offered I, I, her the I, mom I, role. Yeah, and she's like, and well, she's that's, like, that's when I found out I was old. And I was like, she's only seven years older than Gal Gadot. Yeah, <laughs> but doesn't look seven years older. No, God no, she looks her age. She doesn't look old. No, she doesn't look old, but she doesn't look our age. Oh. Do we look like we're in our forties? She's, she's like forty-two or forty-three. But she looks. We're like not she's... that far off, buddy. Yeah, no, I know we're not that far <laughs> off. We don't look like we're in our forties. She looks no. like she's in her forties. I look damn good. We both do, especially with my shirt off. More so with your shirt off. You, your pants. Oh yeah, Fuck fucking you. fur all the way down. All the way down. <laughs> Next to nothing here. <laughs> yeah. Like this, you're welcome. This, this. Yeah. The little trail. The little bit here. Yeah. The trail. Mm-hmm. If I'm not Kent. Yeah. If I'm on Kent, it's all the way down to my fucking Full toes. Full center. All the way down to yeah. my fucking toes. Yeah. But I do keep this area generally clean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winking for like the 90, 90% or 95% dudes that watch this. Yes. They're like good Probably for Probably 96%, <laughs> maybe 90 fucking 8 Oh, man. But anyway, so overall, I would say I loved what they did with Captain Marvel's character. Mm-hmm. I loved what they did. Actually, I'm, basically all the characters in this are really good. They're just hampered by a weak script that was rushed into production. The special effects were largely great. One thing I will say, though, is... Even at the very end where uh, Captain Marvel is like like free of any inhibitors and all of that, I didn't get the sense that she was going to be like a fucking powerful heavy hitter. Yeah. You know? Um, I The one scene in particular that always sticks out to me is something that I was like, I get what you're trying to do, but I don't feel like it was good enough was the this scene where like she's going through this she's essentially fighting the supreme intelligence yep. to yeah destroy the block and they keep showing the scenes of her falling down right and then they show those the reverse where now she's getting back up type of thing i get what they're trying to do it it just wasn't the uh, the wonder woman walking through a no man's land moment Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, And I know that that was the feeling that they wanted to have you achieve. Like, they wanted people to go, fuck, yes! She's a girl and she's awesome, right? Yeah. Whereas that scene where Wonder Woman is just climbing up the ladder to No Man's Land is like, holy fuck. Oh, that scene's intense. I get, I literally got goosebumps every time I watch it. I'm talking about it right now and I'm starting to get goosebumps yeah. because it's just like, and like, because it's the setup. She's going up the steps and you're just like, 
Okay. And the music's playing. You got that amazing score. And this then, is like No Man's Land, and and I love it. It's specifically No Man's Land. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was done on purpose. <laughs> and she's now walking through there, blocking bullets, like doing everything. It's just like like fucking going through there, and you're yeah. just like, holy shit, holy shit. And just, and awesome. then, and then just drilling, like drilling awesome. hope into everyone behind her and watching. Everyone this. is like, fucking right. Like, Go! Yeah. And then it's like that awesome scene where now she's going through there and then it's like through the city and she's doing all this shit and you're just like, oh, that was what I wanted from that scene. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was just, I, again, because it was so rushed, they didn't have a chance to do that. I know what they were trying to do. I just, I wish it was better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they, I feel like they didn't stick the landing. Yeah. Um, especially because like even when, and I'll, I'll reference uh, Black Panther too because Black Panther making a billion dollars, I get it. It's, it's a fairly good movie. Mm-hmm. Like the story is actually pretty good. Yep. Special effects are for the most part really good. Um, and uh, while Chadwick Boseman's uh, Black Panther T'Challa isn't the most uh, like he's not Tony Stark. He's also not Captain Marvel. Like he's very or Captain America. He's very like stoic and very like soft spoken. There's not really much to his character, but he plays off well against his sister, who's got a lot of personality. And everyone else around him, uh, even uh, what's his name, Watson. What's his character's name? <laughs> anyway, mm. you know I'm uh, from the show uh, Sherlock. Watson. Who? Watson. Uh, Martin Freeman. There it is. There it is. I didn't ask what his real name was. I asked what his character's name was. Yeah, Watson. You still. <laughs> He's still on fucking Bilbo. Up. I don't fucking Bilbo. Up. Yeah, Bilbo. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Fuck, what is his name? Uh, but anyway, but his character, like, his interplays with all these other characters. Yeah. His interplays with all, the, like, his, uh, his female guard all works around him being stoic. Yeah. And everyone else is very charismatic. And then, of course, Killmonger just steals the show. Uh, Mabaku, Mabatu. He's also a, a, He's awesome. a show stealer. Yep. You know what Definitely. I mean? Uh, that movie doing a billion dollars does not surprise me at all. Even though, like I've said before, that's the Lion King. It's, uh, more so than any other movie I can honestly say. Like, that's literally the Lion King. Mm. You know, like I've said that the Avatar and, uh, Ferngully and Last Rainforest, those are the exact same movies with some differences for, like, in terms of how the story is yeah. presented. Well, I mean, Avatar is two hours longer. They had that a the beats are largely <laughs> the same. Uh, whereas... Aside from the Infinity War or the Endgame bump, aside from the Endgame bump, and even then, I'm still like, this movie, as much as I hate to say it, shouldn't have been a billion dollars. It shouldn't have made billion dollars based on the fact that it's not a good script. It's not as good a script as... It's one of the weakest scripts of the Marvel Universe. You know, and I know a lot of people don't want to say that because there's a anti-feminist backlash type of thing and I'm not saying this is a, is a it's a woman thing mm-hmm. I'm saying like it's the script that is the weakest part of this whole movie the script is is not strong though the twists help it because there's there's some solid twists this the whole scroll, it is true the whole scroll thing really bumped it up a star for me because I, I, I was actually, like that's true. I was like this is a pain for the numbers I know how this is gonna go Boom! did not see that coming I was actually sitting so, at about a three or two and a half three yeah. Chris heads and then that 
twist happened, and I was like, okay, that's that's a four. Like, this is, okay, like, if I'm looking at the entire list of MCU movies, this is probably dead middle of them. It's not my favorite. It's not the worst. Yeah. But it's a pretty good solid. It's somewhere in the 12 to 15 Actually, you know what, to be probably. fair, to be perfectly fair, like, I could see myself watching this again. And, like, being one of those, like, if it's on TV type of thing, or, like, if Michelle's like, you know what, I haven't seen it, yeah. you want to watch it, I, I would watch it again. Whereas, like, uh, oh, what would be an example of a movie that, so I watched Thor recently, I will be sitting through Thor 2. Thor 2 is probably going to be one of those ones where, like, if I'm not doing this whole completionist run for the movies, probably not going to watch Thor 2. I would skip Thor 2, and I'd probably skip Iron Man 2. Uh, yeah, Iron Man 2 is another one that I can see myself skipping. That's pretty much the only two that are skippable. Like, Incredible Hulk's near the lower end of... The, I love that movie. I love that movie. I love that movie. Like, it's not... I do really love that movie. I don't know why people hate on it so much, really. It's it's a freaking good Hulk movie. Yeah, it's a it's a really good Hulk movie. They, they, they don't get too much into the origin of everything, because, like, they just did all that angry Hulk movie. Yeah, like and and I like really and if it. we're talking about like Hulk movies, like we're not that far removed. You're right from Angley's Hulk, and Angley's Hulk is actually an example of a bad Hulk movie. Like, I mean, they made him look too cartoony. He's very cartoony. Well, they tried to make him look. They, you know what? It's the Ruffalo. The what they did with Ruffalo in the new Avengers. Yeah. It's that, but the tech wasn't where it needed. Yeah, to be. but also they they so, also made him too big. Yeah, well, he got bigger. That's right. He was like there eight was feet, and then he grew to like fifteen or twenty or something. And then uh, the only really thing that I, I still to this day really like um, is the comic book paneling for the scene cuts. That was awesome. That was cool. And I was like, it's one of those where I'm like, I'm surprised we don't see that more often. And I, I love the casting. Eric Bana was a great banner. Eric Bana was yeah, but Eric Bana's just great. Yeah, that's the thing. Jennifer Connelly was great as Betty. Sam Elliott was amazing as Thunderbolt. Like, it was a really good cast. Yeah, it was. It was a really good cast. Although, I do like um, current Thunderbolt Ross. I like him better. Yeah, oh no. I like him better. William Hurt? I love William mm-hmm. Hurt, too. So, yeah, no, he's... Uh, he's better as uh, yeah. as Ross. Yes. Um, Connolly was the better uh, Betty Brant, though. Or Betty... Yeah. Ross. Betty Ross, that's right. She was the better of the she two. She was. Even though I don't hate Liv Tyler either, and she's good. It really bothers me that she hasn't made another appearance in this movie. <laughs> like, okay, you brought back her dad, so obviously I don't, she's out that's, there. That's, we said that in Civil War, where it's like you brought back her dad, but you didn't bring back his daughter? And now now Hulk has found a way to be Hulk and be human. What did he try to, hey, Betty, love of my life? Yeah, but I mean, we're also talking about, like, from a normal-sized penis to, like, (laughs) and not, like, my arm, like, (laughs) I mean, I should, I'm assuming. Elephant trunk up I like, I'm I'm assuming. What are you going to do with that, babe? (laughs) But that's, that's what I mean, like, it's just one of those, like. Well, maybe he could play around with the gamma and learn how to humanize that area. Wow, that's really small in my body. Because otherwise. Why She's just like freely like, okay, cool. Yeah. I, if it was me, I'd probably be like, what have you been doing since <laughs> since we dated? Because you didn't even blink. <laughs> I mean, not 
that there's anything uh, wrong with that at all. But uh, so uh, yeah, so I agree. Like it's a it's a middle of the pack movie for me. Yeah. Um, because like the stuff that I liked, I really liked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it's like like you know while we mentioned the, the two, the Thor, Thor two and Iron Man two, and like upon rewatching, there's still stuff that I like. It's just outweighed by the stuff that I really didn't like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Especially because, again, like, Iron Man 2 is another movie that was rushed to... Excuse me. And it was rushed to get there before Avengers? For what reason? Well, they did a lot of rushing. They're like, Avengers is coming 2012. We're gonna do another Iron Man. Still gotta do Hulk, Earth Thor, Captain yeah, America. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just like... Because it was Iron Man, and it was Hulk. And in, then, in 2008. And then they did nothing in 2009. Yeah. It took a two-year break. It's and like, then it was why like, didn't you do Thor? Uh, Thor, then? and then it was Cap. Yeah. And Cap was the perfect lead into Avengers. But now nah, we gotta get a fucking Iron Man 2 sequel in there. Mm-hmm. So we rushed that guy and sandwiched that in there. Though I did love how in Iron Man 2 they teased Thor's arrival. Yep. That was really cool. That was cool. Coulson's like, oh, guy going to New Mexico. Well, yeah, that's right, because it's, uh, it's Iron Man and Hulk. Yeah. So then it's Iron Man 2? Iron Man 2. Then Thor, then Cap, yeah. then Avengers. That's right. I remember, yeah, be either way. Yeah. Sandwich it's hilarious to look how tiny Phase 1 is compared to Phase 3 being like fucking 100 movies. Yeah. Then how else could they say 22 movies? 22, 22 movies. movies. And this was one of them. Yeah. Um, I still think this one could have benefited from being released after Endgame. But either way. I mean, either way, either way, it takes it's place out. in the nineties. Yeah, it could it's have out. Really been released whenever. It's out. They did a lot of really good. Now, uh, okay, so before we go too far off, oh, actually, because I'm I'm, pretty, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm done with Captain okay. Marvel. So that Captain Marvel, the uh, the Brie Larson stuff that you were talking about. Like, what were the what was the way that she what was the thing that she said the way she worded it that bothered you? It, it's not so much that it bugged me. It's just that I could also see why people were snapping about. Like, I just, like, whatever. Yeah. But, like, she says something about, uh, what was it? She didn't want white men to review the movie. She wanted, or interview her about the movie or something. Something along that line. She didn't want white men. She wanted color people and women and didn't want any white men. No, no, no. Well, it was something like, I don't know. The the context that you're talking about was what, like, that's what everyone snatched out. Right. To use what, what she's actually said was... I want more than just exactly white uh, yeah. dudes. That's why it didn't bug me, but I also said, "Well, but that's the crazy like, people are gonna really snap on you." Yeah, but like even then, though, it's like, like for me personally, when I heard that part, I was like, "Yeah, but like, what's the rest of this? Like, what? This seems like it's out of context." Because mm-hmm. you can do that. Like, you can literally take anything out of context. One of my favorite oh, things. God, yeah. One of my favorite things for a while there was like when Doctor Phil started to get huge. David Letterman had this thing on his show where he would take random things that Dr. Phil would say and it would be just like, and now for a Dr. Phil moment, and it'd be a clip of Dr. Phil saying, I'm a dirty, stupid whore. That was it. That was the clip. And you're laughing because you're like, oh, that's hilarious for him to say that. The other context was he's paraphrasing a feeling that a husband has for his wife because his wife is sleeping around on him. Yeah. now he's trying to get to the bottom of this incredibly serious thing, right? But that one context thing is fucking hilarious, right? So I do that, and I'm like, well, what's the rest of this yeah. context? And when I finally yeah. found that context, I was like, 
<sighs> I did this. I literally went, oh. Yeah. And I watched That's... a couple of the YouTube videos where they're just like, the Avengers cast hates Brie Larson. Oh, yeah. They just went off on it. They did, fucking. Did you, see, did you see Don Cheeto, though? Hold on. What hold he said? Hold on. Hold on. Before I get this. They went to town on her, though. Yeah. But even then, with those clips where they're just like, they show the clip where it goes, don't touch me. I told you not to touch me. That one. You know, that kind of thing. And even then, I was going like, what's the context about this clip? Yeah. Because I can take, well, I know people who can take a clip of a movie, shorten it down to just that part, and suddenly I look like the greatest guy in the world, but you look like the biggest friend. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. But the actual context is just, you know, in fact, if we look it out, I'm the prick, you're not, that kind of thing. So I kind of looked at it like, they've taken a bit that could have been a joke between these two people, that we don't see the setup, yeah. we see the punchline, exactly. but out of context, yeah. it's not funny, <clears throat> it actually looks like he's literally like, get, bitch, get off me, that kind of thing, right? Mm. So this whole thing with Lee Larson, like, okay, so so she said the thing about how I want more than just... Right. Okay. Right. But... And I, I, I didn't I didn't take it in a negative light at all, this is just, uh, just me going, when you're a celebrity... There's a million idiots watching you. You really gotta tiptoe sometimes. There are a couple of things. Like I saw the one where it's like Jeremy Renner and her, and they have like Jeremy's literally like leaning away from her. Yeah. I was like, okay, that doesn't look good. Yeah, it seems like Renner doesn't like her. Yeah, and then she. I'll give him that. Renner doesn't seem to like her. Does this thing where she goes like, "Well, I'm at a point now where I'm gonna use my celebrity as a platform to get my uh, opinions across," and he's just like. like, I feel like it's, like, my actions will speak. I don't need to use my celebrity as a platform. Yeah. And he says this, like, immediately after she says that. So I was like, okay, I don't think he there's, likes her. There's something there, yeah. He might, or it might be just one of those things where he's just kind of like, ah, but... Because, like, to be honest, it's... I feel like it's a double-edged sword. Like, I feel like uh, when you're a celebrity... I don't, I don't want to say it's your duty to use your celebrity to get your point across... Because, like, I'm, I'm kind of with Renner where I'm like, yeah, but, you know, let your actions speak for you. You know what I mean? Like, like Chris Evans uh, definitely, definitely seems like a super cool guy in real life. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, he doesn't uh, use his celebrity for any second platform. You know what I mean? But he's but he has no problems calling attention to injustices. Uh, oh, yeah. Like and stuff like that. But it's not like, hey, I'm Chris Evans, Captain America. I don't know if you've seen any of the movies yeah. in the Marvel Listen Universe. To me. But this is the stuff I'm going to say. So, like, in this regard is where I'm kind of like, I could see, like, this is where I'm saying, like, maybe she could have worded it differently. Exactly. You know, or maybe she could have actually sat there. She didn't feel the need to say, hey, look, I'm a celebrity and I'm going to start using this to get my points across. Um, Well, like that interview she was with uh, Cheadle and Hemsworth. And they're both kind of like this. And she's like, yeah. Everyone was like, oh, she's trying to look big and bits beside these guys trying to look... But, and like, that's another and one and where I'm like, like... But then and then Cheadle goes on Twitter and he laughs. He's like, you guys, I, she had a ponytail. She was trying not to get stuck behind her. That's why she was... Yeah, but even like... So that's another scene too, and I was going to get to that scene um, where, you know, they're talking about doing like... Like, Hemsworth is literally like, oh, my stunt guy is amazing. Like, I... I don't really have to do... He does all the heavy lifting, and then, like, I mean, then I just show up and I look great, you know? And I probably don't look that great now that I told you this, but <laughs> and I thought that was really cool. And I actually kind of found it refreshing that he literally goes, I almost do none of my own stunts. Yeah. You know, and then she goes, like, oh, you don't do your stunts? I thought you had to do your stunts. And he's just kind of like, oh, look at Tom Cruise over here. 
And then she reacts like, uh, I'll be the first me, thank you very much. And I was like, that part there is where I go, okay, so she might have, I feel like she took that too personal. Yeah. Because it seemed like, like he's busting her balls type of thing, but he wasn't like, yeah, whatever Tom Cruise. Yeah. You know, so I feel like that was one of the few where I'm like, okay, that there. That there, I could cite that as being like she took that a little bit too personal. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but other than that part there, and okay, because she's a human being, and you know what? Maybe it's a long fucking day of doing interviews. I guarantee it was. You know, and eventually, at some point, she's probably I don't know tired, probably hungry. She might even be just like sick of the two dudes' colognes sitting beside her. You know, and, and but they, I do love like Cheetah immediately was like, guys, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Is yeah. like, she's got a ponytail, like, yeah. and who the fuck cares? Yeah. Like that's the way it seemed like you played it off. Like who the fuck cares? You so, know. So she she said that one thing that I that was taken out of context by all the people that were really looking for something to hate on her. And for. man, were they? They were literally like, Don Cheetah fucking hates her. Yeah. Check out this video about how much he fucking hates Brie Larson. Right. So now the fire started, and now they're looking for all the fuel to make it roar. Like, but it's like... Oh, look at the look she gave him there. Yeah, like, but it's like... I can't, like... Shut the fuck up! Like, that's all I'm... Like, I mean... Uh, is it so bad that she's an opinionated woman? No. Is it so bad that she's going to use her celebrity as a platform to get her, her viewpoints across? Ultimately, no. I mean, I feel like she should be more action-oriented. But hey, that's her. That's her choice. That's her call. Who the fuck am I to tell her what to do? You want to play it? She's I mean, fucking I'm... Captain Marvel. Yeah, just... so, she's going to do it. She's making movies that make billions of dollars. So at the end of the day, like... We can't make 100 subscribers, so... But like, the backlash to try to not make this... Like, to make this movie bomb is one of those things where I'm like... Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. They were trying... Yeah. Well, they did the Rotten Tomatoes thing, right? Where Rotten Tomatoes was <laughs> like, we're not taking fan reviews anymore. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's... it's like... It's like buying the books to burn them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, if I write a book and you guys want to buy every single copy to burn it, great. The sales are great for me. Because <laughs> I'm going to keep releasing that book until you guys stop burning it. And then yeah. I'll be sitting on a fat stack of cash going, guess what, guys? I'm writing another book. Mm-hmm. And if you hated my first one, <laughs> oh. you are going to hate my next one. Because, ladies, I, a white male, am writing a book about a black female. Oh. That's right. Mm. Two things I have no experiences about, but I'm going to write it anyway. <laughs> Burn that book. Like, fuck. It made me mad, actually. It actually made me mad that a, like, a bunch of butt-hurt white comic book guys are like, we're going to fucking Pearl Harbor this movie. Why? Mm-hmm. You know? Instead of talking about how you're going to bomb this movie, don't go to it. Yeah. Don't make a big deal out of yeah. it. Then maybe that might have worked. Yeah. Guess what? They all went to it because no way this would have made a billion without those Every single watching. one of them Everyone went to that movie. Went to watch they it. paid their fucking yeah. money. In some cases, they paid 26 to $40 to see this movie yeah. just so that they could hate the fucking movie. Guess what? You bought the book to burn the book, you morons. Mm-hmm. You smart. And on top of that, guess what? She was actually a pretty big deal in Endgame, even though she wasn't in there much. But when she was in there, she was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
There's things that play would have had to play out differently if she wasn't in it, but she was. She wasn't out of place. Second of all, congratulations, Captain Marvel two. Well, it's not officially announced just yet, and we oh. gotta wait till summer. The Disney Con or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> but guess what? There's gonna be a Captain Marvel two. Oh, and yeah. you know what? There's gonna be a Captain Marvel three. I'm saying that right now. There's gonna be a Captain Marvel three. Captain Marvel two will not do a billion. I don't think it'll do a billion. I also don't think Black Panther 2 will do a billion. Black Panther will do a billion. I don't think so. You know what? It's all going if, to... If, if Far From Home makes a billion, then I think Endgame really set something going forward where they could pretty much just release whatever now and make close to a billion. I want Spider-Man Far From Home to do a billion. I don't think it's going to do a billion. Does it? If it doesn't, it's gonna be so close. It's gross. I mean, there's so much in there that's right off of Endgame. I I don't know. I think it's got a chance at a billion. You know, the only reason why I'm I'm hesitant to say it will hmm. is because for some reason, Spider-Man movies haven't made a billion dollars. Weird, right? But it's kind of like Justice League and everything else too. No, it's not. Because Spider-Man Two should have made a billion. It should have. I'm just saying, like, these are really famous characters. You'd think their movies would make money over Captain Marvel. But the, but the reason why I'm saying, like, Justice League and Spider-Man 2 or even Spider-Man 1 or even Spider-Man 3 shouldn't be in that same category is because Justice League is largely a bad movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> this Frankenstein, Whedon, Snyder cut equals a really bad movie. Yeah. I mean... It's a fun movie. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a fun. fun movie. No, 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 no. Um, it's just it's it's just a fucking bad movie. Mm-hmm. And I I don't want to say that because I love these characters, but it's a bad movie. You know? Spider-Man 3 is the weakest out of those movies, and it is a better movie than Justice League. I don't know. I watched it recently and it's not really holding up that well. Watch Justice League again, please. I will. And then tell me that. I have it on my shelf. <clears throat> Has that even been cracked open? That's open. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I was, <laughs> that's basically what I was getting at. Oh, I'm just an idiot who likes to be a you know, completionist with everything you want. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so pre-larson stuff taken care of. Right. Okay. Uh, oh, pushbacks. Pushbacks. Remember what I said? Remind me about pushbacks? Yes. Remember a couple of camcasts ago, I said, we're probably never going to see New Mutants? And you were like, nah, we're going to see New Mutants. Guess we got pushed back again until 2020. Yeah. New Mutants. Yeah. I maintain that movie's never getting released. I maintain that it is getting released because Disney just announced it last week. They gave it a release date. Yeah. They gave it a release date. Yeah. Disney could easily go, it's not happening. They have that power. Why would they even bother talking about it if it wasn't going to happen? Why push it back then? Release the fucking movie. Because now, now Disney's putting money in to do those reshoots. Okay. All right. I still maintain that. And hey, man. also, also they cancel Gambit. Avatar 2. Avatar 2. Push back. Yeah, to make room for Star Wars. Why? Because they want to they want to take turns every Christmas with Avatar and Star Wars. So they didn't want to release Avatar 2 until Star Wars was ready to tell a new trilogy. That's actually really stupid. Yeah. Right now, Avatar 5 is coming out in 2027. Cross your fingers that James Cameron's still alive by then. The guy's 64. 
and you're scheduling movies for 2027? Holy shit. That's pretty much it. I think that was the big... Uh, that Was that the big thing? Though, though, I just kind of wanted to rub it in your face, that's all. Okay. I just want to be like, yeah, we're never seeing I, New Mutants. I want to see New I, Mutants. I think, I think we're going to see it, and I'm hoping it's still in the theater when it happens. If anything, it gets released on the Disney streaming service. No. Well, Hulu, maybe. But they're keeping Disney Plus pretty PG. Yeah, what about the reshoots? What about the reshoots? I mean, the reshoots, man. If they they and make it PG, then what? I'll be pissed. <laughs> I'll be pissed too. I mean, it I want that that movie that showed on that. Trailer, it doesn't have to be rated that. R, no. but it doesn't. It can't be PG. No, it's got to be a horror movie. Because like, like, fuck, fuck, fuck that looked good. That See the trailer good. for It Chapter Two today. I was actually going to save that for Shazam. Were you? I was. Okay, well, we're talking horror there for a second, so I just... I, yeah, I know. But yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, it's so good looking. Yeah, I did. I it's did. so good. I, uh, because uh, I, I look at what culture all the time, and they do this thing where it's like ups and downs, right? Yeah. And they actually said one of the downs was that they didn't include enough of the cast in this trailer, because it's essentially just Beverly Marsh in her old apartment talking to the old lady. Uh... I loved that. I thought that was a great way to reintroduce uh, Pennywise. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I I thought it was kind of interesting that they were hinting at uh, like a bit of a backstory for Pennywise. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm okay with them doing a backstory for Pennywise. I just if they're gonna do this like he's an old uh, circus performer type thing. I'm not necessarily going to... I'm not going to like that part. Uh, but I'm also the guy that read the book. Okay? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I watched the uh, made-for-TV movie with Tim Curry. Um, which, speaking of not holding up well, that has not held up well. But it's also made-for-TV. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, like, Pennywise is like a... Like a dawn of time type of thing. Like, always been around type of thing. Like, uh... There's even ties to the Dark Tower with Pennywise. Which, if they don't go that route, that's fine. Especially because the Dark Tower movie was a movie. Mm-hmm. But if they make him an actual, like, early 1900 circus performer, then I'm going to be like, that's stupid. That is fucking stupid. I thought they showed, didn't they show footage in the in the first one of, like, him during, like, the medieval times? And, like, they, drawings and stuff? Yeah, and, they did. They did. Like, so he's like been around forever. Yeah, and that's why I was saying, like, when we talked about, uh, like, I actually like the Renaissance style yeah. uh, clown costume. And when I first saw it, I, I didn't think I would, but in the actual movie, I was like, that actually is great, and it's awesome. Needless to say, I mean, I was pumped for that movie the second I stopped watching chapter one. I was like, fuck, yeah. Uh, but now, I am like, oh, damn. Like, could you release this movie now? And the cast is so good. The cast is amazing. Like, you look at the, that. That is some spot-on casting. Like, oh, I, oh, I really, I, oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. So, um, you got anything else to say? I'm, you got anything I'm, else to wreck for Captain Mar- or sorry, for Shazam? I like that you actually have a spot this is off topic. Yeah. <laughs> and the Mutants was on the list. And Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Yeah. But we didn't really touch upon that too much. We'll save that for... For Shazam. <laughs> okay. And that's funny, so I had to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, okay. All right. So, uh... Um, yeah, okay. 
even though I've said that this is, we're going to literally do Shazam right after this, we have to do this. Thank you so much for stopping by. And you can catch us on YouTube. Oh, am I doing it? YouTube, Twitter, SoundCloud, Facebook, iTunes, Instagram. That's six. All right. You did it. I did it. Yeah. yeah. Woo. I'm All right. I'm the best. You have been geek pants. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. We're not doing that because it doesn't sound good. No. 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 Shit. No. The um, pantser will come and get you. That's right. The geek pantser. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You. You're just, uh, you uh, stay naked, right? You stay naked. You stay classy. You stay naked. <laughs> I pointed at you when I said that, too. I said, you stay naked. <laughs> and then you stay classy. And, and um, um, thanks for stopping back. See you next time. <laughs> These pancakes are delicious.